Today's episode is brought to you by Canadian Metalworking and Canadian Fabricating and Welding. For those that don't know, Canadian Metalworking is more than 100 years old, covering all aspects of milling, machining in the Canadian marketplace. Canadian Fabricating Welding, not as old, but we not like to as think, old. provides the same type of coverage on the fabricating side of metal manufacturing. What you get in one magazine is double the value. Two for the price of one, which is really free if you're qualified, so I guess that doesn't make sense. But anyway. There's still that value there. There's We've got Joe Thompson and Rob Coleman in that lineup. You and cannot Lindsay beat it. Luminoso, That's our favorite right. associate editor. That's our frontline skaters right there. There you go. They're ready to go. So if you want to become a subscriber, visit CanadianMetalworking.com. CanadianMetalworking.com. Hello, Dan Davis, editor of the Fabricator Magazine, joined by Jim Gorzik. Hello. And Gareth Slager. Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, we're doing an intro for our conversation with the DeVito brothers of Lake Zurich, Illinois. And they are furniture designers. Started from scratch. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, no real background. Didn't no really uh, do trade school. Didn't really take classes in high school. Uh, walked away from what they were doing. One is a graphic designer. The other... Uh, Stockbroker. Yeah. 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 So they're making their way and doing okay. I like that. Nice uh, <laughs> shout out. So, uh, as as we're we're talking about, obviously one of the first things they jump into is welding. And as we're talking mm -hmm. about welding, we thought we'd just discuss this new piece of art uh, <laughs> that has crept up on on internets everywhere. Uh, it would be a small independent film called The Welder. Yeah, it's a, The Welder. The horror movie. Yes, in a very graphic type of horror movie. Yeah, it's kind of like in the vein of like Saw or Hostel. Um, I think that's one of Jim's favorite movies, actually. Right, Hostel. it's the Hostel, uh, yes, that whole uh, movement of movies. Yeah, yeah. Big Hostel fan. series, yes. They're great when you travel to watch Yeah, I was going to say, Jim loves watching Hostel night. movies when he's traveling for some reason. <laughs> right. we, we're in Mexico, coming <laughs> yeah. back from Fabtech, Mexico, and uh, the question was at our 4 a.m. pickup, you know, did you sleep <laughs> okay? And Jim's like, no, not really. And I go, why? He goes, I was watching Hostel 2. I was, and, and how can you not be dragged in? You've seen the first one. So I didn't. The first question was, did you have to see the first one to understand what happens in the second one? That answer is no. Well, the best was you attempted to explain it to me. Right. And it was much more involved. I, like, you were very into the movie. Your plot, it your was plot very, point coverage was very, uh, very detailed. It's amazing, and we have not seen The Welder yet. No, it comes out on, well... By the time this episode is released, the movie will come out have come out, but it comes out February twenty fourth. I think the same day. Same day as, as Cocaine Bear. Cocaine. Bear. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can just pay for one and go see the other yeah, one. Yeah. Sneak. <laughs> sneak. In. There's got to be a double feature somewhere. So tell me, right. what is the what does the small recap say? So I think it's essentially about a a couple that goes on vacation. <laughs> always a bad idea. Yeah, always <laughs> see hostile anyone. Yeah, never go on vacation. Right. right. See. Uh, right. just to like a a somewhat assumingly a uh, quiet abode somewhere and they there's a weird neighbor who's i think a deranged doctor which i'm pretty sure saw and hostel also involved deranged doctors but our doctor enjoys the metal arts 
Is that what? Uh, I think he. We're too well, his, his, I think he enjoys welding people together. Right. That's right. what we don't want to give away too much of the. Which plot. would necessarily yeah. not. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> human centipede. Kind oh. of, kind of in that vein too. That, yeah. For those of you who have never seen Human Centipede, just stop right now and yeah. go read a book. Yeah. Uh, but he wears a welder mask. Yeah. That actually adds, like, an old school welder mask that adds to the frightening aspect. Look, of now this will yes. this will be the point where we're wondering whether people that actually run Fabricators and Manufacturers Association listens to this thing. Yeah. I think we've set back the uh, the whole campaign to improve manufacturing's image about ten years with this discussion. You know, <laughs> there might be some flags flying after this. <laughs> yeah, so maybe this is our last episode. I'm not quite sure, but we wish the whole cast of the welder nothing but luck. And you know, we can't be for certain that uh, Rafa, Rafa, our welder editor, is not mm -hmm. the actual welder in this, in this movie. They I, don't reveal his face. We don't. Know. I will in say, the trailer. from what I just saw, he seems to be over six two. <laughs> and Rafael the movie character. Like, yes. Yes. Right. Right. Listen. Tom Cruise is like 5'5", five, five, and they make him look tall. Yeah, yeah. you know sure. what? Those right. directors know what they're doing. You're correct yeah. right there. Yeah. All angles. They got to wear like, they have to wear, a, they stand on a soapbox, I think. But <laughs> Yeah, I feel, uh, I don't know how I feel about this stuff. You watch horror movies? Not too many. Only when he travels. Just when I can't <laughs> sleep when traveling. Only, only those affiliated with the torture <laughs> porn segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to get us banned on YouTube again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's essentially what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd say how bad I am. I was watching, uh, what was it? It was, uh, my son's going to see the movie this week. I forget what it was. But anyway, I was just watching a preview for it. And the jump scare, I threw my beer all over me. I was, I was home sitting on the couch watching a preview for it. Mm. Oh, it was Megan. That's what it was. Like, I want to like the I can't survive, movie? and that thing's like more of like I think like a uh, oh the Meg goof, no oh, that little oh. doll like Chucky oh the, the AI, AI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so I can't even survive the preview much less the uh, yeah. whole thing which I'll probably end up watching anyway but that's about as close as I can come is like some type of like uh, comedic or adventure mm -hmm. like straight up just like something bad is about to happen yeah. and someone's about to lose a limb man I can't do that you know what. There is a another movie called The Welder that came out in 2015, according to IMDb, and it's also a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, we have a, a to story do better. Of, yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, we know one thing for sure: you know it's what? not a horror story. When the DeVito brothers are talking about designing a part for their yeah, customers. they make some really cool stuff. Yeah. They do. They would be perfect in a romantic comedy about yeah. welding. Right. So. Well, that is not covered in this conversation, but we think you'll no. enjoy it. Yeah, this yeah. is the first part of a two-part episode with them. Right, it was so good. Double up. Yep. Yeah. We'll get back to the romantic comedies another time. Okay, enjoy. The Fabricator Podcast is presented by Nuts, Bolts, and Thingamajigs. As the foundation of the Fabricators and Manufacturers Association, NBT is helping the next generation discover their future across the country in manufacturing through hands-on camps and scholarship programs. You can invest in tomorrow's workforce by visiting nutsandboltsfoundation.org. One more time, nutsandboltsfoundation.org. Uh, hello, welcome to today's episode of the Fabricator Podcast. I'm Dan Davis, Editor-in-Chief of the Fabricator Magazine, joined by... Jim Gorzik. 
Also with the Fabricator magazine. Also with the Fabricator <laughs> Not magazine. Not a random person off the street. That's right. And our guests today are Rob and Anthony DeVito of IR Custom. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having us. Yeah. yeah. We uh, If you read the most recent issue of the fabricator which doesn't help you because this is not going to be timely but uh, in our february you should issue, have read it by now uh, we had the devito brothers featured in the back page and this is kind of an interesting tale of two guys that found their way into fabricating who probably didn't know they would end up being there <laughs> so uh much like many people who think about Trying to promote manufacturing as a career choice, sometimes the career just finds them. And uh, thanks for joining us, guys. And uh, maybe if you want to describe what IR is all about. I was going to say, which one wants to field this question? <laughs> it depends saying, on the day. Basically, you're, you're not off very much from the whole mm -hmm. kind of stumbled into it and fell into it, honestly. Yeah. Um, we started out in graphic design and all that. And uh, currently, we do mostly modern desks, modern tables, conference tables mostly office furniture, some dining tables here and there. But uh, we specialize in one-off, not highly manufactured. Everything's custom, uh, mostly hardwoods, steels, powder coating, the whole nine. But we started out, you know, in the reclaimed industry, like a lot of people do, you know, the easy way in. You kind of pick up the tools that you have and start there. And uh, we kind of just did what we wanted to do. Have no background in metalwork, have no background in woodwork. You know, we jokingly say that our father can barely change a spare tire. You know, people always assume <laughs> that we have a background in it. But uh, like you said, it found us more than anything. That's for sure. Yeah, being the two of us, everyone assumes we have this big family background in some kind of construction business. Like, no, we, you know, kind of went different paths and ended up with this. And we were doing this just for ourselves. And then people saw it and were like, can you make me one? Like, sure, I guess. <laughs> and then being crazy, we just kept getting bigger and bigger yeah. equipment. And you, you kind of, we built our equipment around what we need to do, you know. But when I first started doing it, it was graphic design. Like I said, I had no idea if I could build this stuff. <laughs> so you were just kind of like just drawing. I was drawing. just drawing. You know, I liked angular things, very modern, clean things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we've always kind of leaned towards that aesthetic. And we found that the reclaimed was a little bit difficult for us. And I actually had a friend that I would just post on my stuff. And he was like, Hey, I see you post those drawings. Like you build me a conference table. And we were like, I think so. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and thus we end up in the 36th floor of the U S bank tower in LA. Yeah. It that could be a episode on its own. That was an <laughs> wow. escapade. Oh. Yeah. So trial from, by fire. from your Illinois, like work location. Yeah, yeah this oh, one wow. we were what 1,500, 1,500 square feet at that point. You know. Yeah, we, our, we uh, just delved into everything. You know, it was our first yeah. real. We did aluminum work. Mm -hmm. It was easier to work with. I think we finally got a forklift like two months before that job. Yeah, because wow. we were like, we're gonna get a big steel order. That's gonna be hard to unload. You know, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. order six, seven tons of steel, and yeah, we'll hand unload it. Yeah. Yeah. You should see the driver. Well, we not a happy guy. Yeah, no. let's back up. And, and, and what were you doing prior to doing this? He's probably got a better definition of what you were doing prior. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I was in finance. I traded stock options for a number of years. And uh, Rob was out in Colorado at the time doing some graphic design and living in the mountains and decided he wanted to start a t-shirt company of all things. So when you guys say we should put that on a T-shirt, yeah. <laughs> we laugh because yeah, I, I, I did. I think we may have literally just sold our last piece of printing equipment within the last six months. It kind of sat up in storage, but uh, so we did that. And then finance world goes crazy. So kind of 
somehow made this weird transition of like, yeah, I'll come in a couple days a week into a shop and help you. And suddenly we're both there way more than full time. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, is a good problem. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things. And I, the biggest misconception with us is like that we have this large company with a number of people. It's like, no, we're just two idiots. We just take on so many hours. It appears there's a lot more people. Right. Uh, it's just a, a so never when, ending. When was it that maybe you left your full time gig and, and uh, this become, uh, Rob, did this become your full time gig almost right from the start? So, yeah, I was freelance basically from the beginning, you know, finding the way, finding the graphic design jobs, uh, tampering all through there or going through that field, trying to find a gig. And it just we took a liking to printing. So I was like, you know, we have some of this stuff. Let's upgrade it. Let's see what we can do. You know, that quickly turned to realizing that was a race to zero in that industry. And we were like, you know, I think we can do something different. Let's do something that we enjoy. We don't Uh see a future in it, you know. And uh, I proposed it to him. He was going downtown to just lose money every day, it seemed like, because he was losing (laughs) His own money or others? Hopefully other people's money, but probably both. Uh, (laughs) I I worked in private equity, so it was a a small group of guys, you know, so a a pool of where it mattered, but was painful. uh, It is... Even to this day, people are like, isn't owning a small business stressful? I'm like, you know what's stressful? Waking up in the middle of the night going, I just lost a bunch of money in Japan. Yeah. yeah. That, so yeah. this kind of, it, it's a different uh, different everyday kind of routine. But, um, it, and it kind of keeps going the same way for us. Even in printing, we were like, all right, we're going to find somebody to print this for us, right? Oh, we don't like what these people do. We don't like them doing it this way. So we just bought equipment. Yeah. And then... This has gotten even crazier because now we have gone to our skill set to the level of we're going to build our CNC machine to cut things the way we want it to work. Wow. Hmm. Wow. It's so one what, of those. What, I'm sorry. What, oh, sorry. What equipment did you get into first and um, maybe take us through that? Well, our first, we had a hand plasma and then we had, what was it, a Hobart? Hobart welder? That was, hand plasma. that was after a few months of actually like putting every single penny we made. Yeah, that, we had that like, was like the big investment. That was like, like, okay, a, if we put this $1,000 into this hand plasma machine and this 800 or whatever into this Hobart, we better figure it out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, what year was that? <laughs> that was like, what, 15 maybe? Okay. Uh, Around that time? Yeah, about seven, eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, so like it was that, like, so. okay, let's make this work. And that's kind of what it is with every piece. Every piece of tooling, we're like, all right, if every if this doesn't work, what can we use it as a backup, you know? Yeah. Now, but if the guys down the there. street at Trump, if, if they want to bring us a laser, <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, we're willing to talk Hashtag down here. They, <laughs> and they do have a forklift. Yeah, we, do, we can so, unload it. And I'll we tell you what. Hashtag Nissan material. <laughs> I, I'm even willing to go out and rent the telehandlers if you want to bring yeah, the Yeah, if it's big it. enough, um, we'll get it. But yeah, it works out where, you know, we started there and then once you get in the metal work, it's kind of one of those eye-opening things. Like we always did things in wood and you limit yourself in wood. Once you get to the end of wood, you're like, all right, this can't really be stable. Building this kind of table with wood, you need this much. Once I got into metal, I thought metal could stand up to anything. You know, I was like, oh, I can do this and it won't bend. Yeah, well, you find out your limitations pretty quick. But Trial by Fire is basically the name of our game. I think we should rename the company. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, we like to jump in. We always say the best way to learn is to mess it up a few times, you know. So it's always worked out for us. Luckily, we've kind of mitigated major failures in our time, but I mean, they happen, you know. Maybe we could call it Burned and Learned. There you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Luckily, I got you know, all, all ten fingers I was gonna and say, ten toes. I don't so. enjoy burning myself anymore. I, right? I, I, you don't I, want that. Yeah, like, and it's amazing when you get older. And we were kind of having a conversation off camera before, but uh, when you get older, like, you start wearing all the PPE. Yeah. And like <laughs> right. suddenly you're like, hold on, I'm gonna go get my gloves. Yeah, you realize what it's for. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and even recreational stuff. Like I play 16 softball. I don't Chicago. Oh, yeah, thing, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. no gloves. Yeah. Right. I took one off the end of the finger, and my finger was crooked. And I'm like, I'm figuring this out. I can't deal with this. I can't have a crooked finger. And yeah, I, yeah. All the old men are like, you're done. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. They're wrong. 3D printed himself splints. I, bu in I busted different... out my 3D printer, and I printed out splint for my finger. To keep it wrong. straight as it went, like over yeah. time, there was like I a slight thought it was gonna be like a lethal weapon type thing where you like broke Made it on the field. Finger, yeah. <laughs> no, just a splint. But see, it's straight now. Oh, ain't nobody. You, you have very lovely finger. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, it's That's one of those disturbing. things where we just dive in. You know. Wait, but... I've seen those hands before. Yeah. <laughs> like Zoolander. Yeah. Oh, but going into fabrication, that's even. Rob has done 3D modeling and things forever. And now we'll 3D print things. We'll 3D print fixtures, pieces. And then, you know, it, it gives you the ability to do things very quickly. Rapid prototyping is amazing. Like, I didn't, honestly, a lot of the things, I'm like, yeah, sure, go print that out of plastic. It's work. tiny scale, but I love it. I just but, had my modded out under three. You know, it yeah, prints yeah, multiple yeah. materials, little tools, jigs, all things around the shop. And then you know that amazing. a piece that you want to get milled out of aluminum or, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to bend it up that it's actually going to work versus like, oh, the picture says this is good. <laughs> right. I've done that for a long time. Right. <laughs> that's a lineup. So what was the most yeah. challenging thing to getting started and being able to actually turn this thing into like a business? I think just getting From, foot, your foot in the door, honestly, okay. uh, getting that reach. Because yeah. for us, I mean, our parents and our grandparents would always ask like, how do you get clients? If I had the answer, I'd give right. it to you. I'm always trying to find it. But we've always been online. We've always been online presence. Uh, Instagram's huge. Pinterest is our yeah. secret little horse that we love. You know, mm -hmm. we post right. on there. It, it, it's it's all word of mouth. And I guess our stuff kind of is visually yeah. makes a statement. And uh, we try to do it that way for the marketing of it as well. Yeah. So. It seems like it's perfect uh, means to get out something that is visually should be somewhat compelling. Exactly. And I mean, the 3D rendering, from the very beginning, we said minimal to no inventory is the ideal thing. Yeah. You know, if we don't have to build the idea, if I can put together a good enough rendering to get that right. to the client and or the pro the prospect client, mm -hmm. if I can put that out there, that saves us time, headache, the whole nine. And there's a lot of times I design things. I look at him, I go, hey, you want to come in here and look at this? Yeah. And, and he's like, no. what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm like, hey, that looked bad, right? He's like, yeah, it looks terrible. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> I, I will. And we used to build things on spec. Like, this should look good. And I don't, everyone does projects, right? Where you're like, right. this is going to be great. Yeah. You build and you're like, that is hideous. Miss yeah. the mark Throw that away. <laughs> don't take a picture. We never did that. Is that the version of here, hold my beer? I think. Yeah, I basically. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. It's, yeah. And I think in the beginning, that was definitely one of our hardest things was like, we didn't do as much 3D modeling. We didn't, didn't have that knowledge, didn't know how to go down that road. And it's kind of hard to tell somebody, don't worry, we'll make you a beautiful table. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Here, do you like this one? Okay, I'll make something like it. Give me a few weeks, I'll get in contact with you. Yeah, our, like, you're yeah. Nuts? our like, first few clients, I look back and I'm like, I can't believe you guys gave us money. Yeah, they're, they're very <laughs> trusting. You guys, the least. Like, yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, that, ties into being somewhat likable and mm -hmm. you're able to kind of demonstrate at least 
in a 3D model what you might aspire to do, which leads me to, like, when I asked that question originally, what was the most challenging, I assumed you'd go toward the actual doing it part of it. <laughs> and to, to, to me, I find that fascinating that that wasn't the answer. And y'all, right. y'all sound fairly... Uh, Fairly, fairly competent. No, <laughs> Y'all sound like, we like fake it well. you, you mentioned milling. Like it yeah. seems yeah. like you've yeah. been at, been at it for a while, and frankly, right. could have a conversation with somebody who's probably twenty years in the field or something. Well, like you know, that. I, I mean, like how did you get to that point? A, uh, lot, a lot of, of YouTube University too. What YouTube University. Okay, uh, that's a big one for me. Yeah. Like we said, we learn mm -hmm. by our mistakes. Yeah. But if I have no idea about anything, right? First place I'm going is the YouTube, and I'm typing it in and seeing what they have. Yeah. You know, I, I'm one of those weird people that'll sit there and listen through a droning video of a guy talking very monotone right. for a couple hours. Oh. I can learn something from that. I don't know how because I can't sit through anything else, but that yeah. I'll sit through. When you and started using Fusion, it was painful for me. You're like, here, listen to this and yeah. see. I'm like, <laughs> Fusion 360. I'm like, you got to learn this software. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, when they start going through menus, he's great at that. I'm like, I have no idea right. what just happened here. It is funny, though, that you say, like, I didn't even think about that as an answer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doing part. Yeah. Because um, I think we, we're just so used to diving in. Right. And honestly, mm -hmm. we've, I don't want to say we've always came back above water, you know, but, yeah. like, we've always found our level there and found a good place and found our limitations quickly. Yeah. You know, we might come in with lofty ideas and think, like, we're going to be able to do this. And then sure. you're like, okay, our machines can only do this. Much. Right. Well, there's, <laughs> you know? there's definitely that in the planning phase now. Right. We got in over our heads in the beginning where you, you'd be like, oh, how do we now reinforce this, gusset this? How? And you were going back in stages where now we discuss it. Like he said, I'll walk into his office and go, nope, yeah. Yeah. not happening. Simulation's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, when you build a conference table that's just levering out there and you're like, I think that'll hold. <laughs> And then you get it built, and you're like, that didn't hold. That didn't <laughs> now what do yeah. we do? <laughs> you know? It fell over. You, you will see certain things in materials that will amaze you. Like, the general public has no idea, and I'm confident in saying that because I had no idea. We got into it, and we're like, oh, yeah. it's steel. It's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it will. Watch this. <laughs> no, you just think it's, you know, you're like, oh, wood. Wood had nothing. When you're little, you're like, wood will do everything. Then you get older, you're like, oh, I need metal. And then you're like, wait, metal ain't, like. It's not the end all be all. It won't hold everything. I wish I could just put stuff into the ground and watch it like lever out there. Like that's my ideal design, you know. That's not reality. If you want to have somebody sit on that bench, it ain't gonna work. And if you've seen some of our early designs, a lot of them have bolts and things, and people always assume they were bolted to the ground. They never have been. None of our pieces yeah. are ever bolted to the ground. But we were so concerned with certain things tipping over that we'd put half-inch plates underneath the whole thing. Yeah, just to add that <laughs> to, little bit of extra weight. Just so weight, it was like you know? heavy. We were like, oh, wow. well, if there's that much weight down, the center of mass, like, you got to lower it a little bit. and like, Could have made a career okay. out of YouTube videos of people big yeah. flying oh. off the <laughs> Oh, yeah, the forklift driver. <laughs> <laughs> We built a teeter totter. <laughs> yeah. table. We, we, we've we've table had videos. some in the shop. I think OSHA would not approve of certain there's ones of those, but things, I, yeah. luckily there's, they're not fishing in your pond. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're after the bigger guys. That, that's why we like it just us. You know, yeah. they were like, we're small enough. Ain't nobody gonna file complaints about us. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that he says we're small enough. Our original neighbors, he'd come over and be like, hey, it's back like living at home. We're like, what are you talking about? He's like, you two swearing at each other, yeah. throwing things. <laughs> Can't do that with employees. Like, oh, sorry, walls were thin. So obviously, being brothers, so, and you're, I'm assuming, 50 50 partners. My wife, somebody, own, my wife owns a very small percentage. He's the so, money guy. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, so somebody's got to have. Is there someone that has the final say versus the other? My or? wife's the deal breaker. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So if if there is a dead, it comes to blows. We don't agree. And you would she think she's error to his side, but nah. I was just gonna say, I, right? That can, yeah. I've been with my wife too <laughs> long. He's the been married too guy. long. I, yeah, she's just, been around long enough to know. <laughs> she's just you're wrong. Okay. Nice. No, nice. yeah, it's a good work dynamic. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are like shy away from working with family right. and all that right. stuff, but we're completely opposites, me and him. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it, we work really well together, and we each have our own little sections of what right. we do. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, when you're like, Is, "Are you guys 50 I'm like, "Uh." Uh-uh. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> you know, like, so Call I, I wouldn't pay taxes on businesses, you know, like at the end of the year, they'd be like, you owe us a ton of money. I'd be like, for what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So like we work really well together and we've kind of interlaced over time where we have ideas of what each other are doing now. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, you do this, I do this and we'll meet in the middle. But even when nice. it comes to metal work, you know. I'll be doing the welding. He does all the grinding and finishing work. So it, it's a good cohabitation in the shop. Yeah. So I remember uh, the story that uh, Rafael, our coworker Rafael Guerrero, wrote, and there was a mentioning of how you kind of specialize in certain things, but yet y'all both like the hands-on portion yeah. of it. That's it, the why is that from maybe each of your perspectives? You know, I think it was a, a part of necessity, honestly, in the <laughs> beginning. It was like, all right, well, and it still is somewhat necessity to the point that from the first call, email, whatever it is, all the way to installation, it's me and him you're talking to and me and him that are showing up. Um, we've had people like hotshot drivers, things like that, that'll take deliveries for us. But besides that, it's us. <laughs> We're going to be there. And I think it's more necessity that's like, all right, you want to handle this? I'll handle it. I'll handle this. And there was no discussion. I think it yeah. just naturally kind mm-hmm. of form the way it did and then it becomes a a control thing too in fact on the way in the hallway down here we were like yeah we should just call up the guys at trump and mitsubishi and be like here how much to make these parts but we've had a couple of times where we needed to sub things out because it was either too big for our equipment or we just didn't have the capabilities and we're like it's gonna take you how long yeah and it's gonna be what and then once or twice it came damaged i'm like so now i got to explain so it comes down to a control thing and like a we are those a people like of work at the end of the yeah, day. If, mm-hmm. if we could literally keep everything in house and like, then it's our responsibility. You know, it, if, if we got to work hundred hour weeks, what it is. Uh, so there's, there's, that's probably the biggest component of it. We're kind of control freaks. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you, do you still have the knot in your stomach on Sundays? Like when you're looking forward to a work week? Um, I didn't know it was Monday today. So yeah. I, I there's not a Sunday because I never know what day it is. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, all mean, just kind of roll together. He's got the family yeah. life. He's got all that. You know, I have it a little more streamlined. But yeah. it's seven days a week. Like if the phone rings, I'm answering it. If email comes yeah. through, I'm answering it. And it doesn't feel like a. It doesn't feel like I don't have days off. Right. Which is nice because at the end of the day, you look at yourself and you're like, I'm working for myself. I'm yeah, it's like not. Yeah. It's not nine to five. But then again, it's not. You're choosing to be If there. I have something to do in the morning, he's got something to do in the morning with his yeah. kid, you know. We just go do it. You do yeah. it and you meet at the shop whenever. It's 5 you know? to 9 as an a.m. to p.m. Exactly. It, it yeah. just goes there's, all the time. There's no hours. There's no – I mean, we have tried kind of over time to be like client hours, you know, right. because some people just <laughs> – it is what it is, but, man. Do you want like, to give out your cell numbers right <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. the business phone goes to our cell phone. That's, that's, so, the, know, that's yeah. the worst part. The business yeah. line does ring both of us. So, yeah. like, there is times where it's like... You look at it, you're like, are you going to pick that up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, regular business hours, we're always, as long as we're not physically building something, and we'll always get back to anyone who mm-hmm. inquires about anything. But, you know, it's, it, 
it's weird. Like, I don't know if it's just the way that certain things go now that a lot of people like eight o'clock at night on a Saturday, like, oh, you know, I, I saw this desk on Pinterest. Yeah. It's like, thanks, trying to eat a nice dinner <laughs> yeah. with my wife. Like, I, <laughs> At the end of the day, it don't matter, though. I, yeah. I'm answering that phone and I'll take whatever you got to talk about, you know, because when it comes to our business, it's one of those things where we're not work normal hours. A lot yeah. of times we'll mm -hmm. get a client that's off hours either his interior designer or whoever contacts us. Mm. They're like, hey, my client hit me up about this or I saw your thing while I was at work. And, you yeah. know, they're going to hit us up at all times of the day. And, you know, that's fine, especially time zones. Time zones is another yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. You know, people always say, how much business do you do in Chicago? And we're like, None. we haven't done any. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> really? It is nutty. Su yeah. I mean, super minimal. Yeah, the majority of our stuff goes out west, southwest. Yeah. And crazy. you know what? We were in New York not that long ago, too. So, yeah, I it's like you would assume in – in the beginning, our first few jobs were like in Chicago and then mm -hmm. huh. grew organically and it just happened. Right. We'd be in Texas, we'd be in LA. A lot of Florida, um, California quite a bit too. We know way it, too much about logistics now. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that yeah, our style kind of lends towards the super right. modern, super right. clean, minimalistic, the whole nine. So, I mean, you see a lot of that in in the younger generations and all yeah. that. That's going to mm -hmm. be California. That's right, going to be right, where yeah. everybody's at. So Yeah. So, w with you doing what you do now, did you take <laughs> any type of, like, uh, metalworking, woodworking type classes during school at all? No. Should I tell you yes? <laughs> <laughs> so, was it available and you just didn't have any desire to or didn't I, know about it? We both went to one of the biggest public schools probably in – stayed at we went to stevenson, stevenson? High okay yeah and at the time i don't i mean you're not kidding how big was your graduating class just to give people an I, idea i want to say around 1200 yeah yes. my, yes. my yeah I'm a, I'm a couple years older mine was slightly smaller i yeah. want to say it was like 1100 there you go there, there you are go. kids yeah. that i i run into people at my when i lived in colorado i would drive for a hotel and they were like oh what year did you graduate i'm like oh i graduated oh four they're like me too i'm like i have no idea who you are you know and he said the same thing he's like yeah. i've never seen you in my life and we're like cool you know <laughs> it, it is what it is it's but, just very common in the but school, yeah i, I don't believe i mean they had off-campus things where yeah, yeah, you go yeah. to a tech campus oh, like at lake county yeah and i i had a lot of friends that did that but no it was never i like you said i kind of fell into it it, yeah. it was never yeah. i always thought it was cool but I never saw it as a path. I always yeah, thought right. the graphic design, the computers, the whole nine. But right. as I got into 3D modeling and all that, I'm like, why don't I try to build this? You it, know, so. yeah. The schools in general, in this overall area here, especially, like they're starting to form some tech schools, some campuses, yeah. things like that. But I mean, now I am noticing how old I am um, <laughs> very quickly. But during that time period, it was like, no, you're going to college. You're getting right. your degree. You're doing this. Right. This is your kind of like, my entire high school was what college are you going to? What yeah, schools are you yeah. applying to? What? Yeah, so I was like art school, and that was like, well, what are you doing? That's not a yeah. The art school <laughs> was <laughs> the art school was the outlier. It yeah. was there wasn't yeah. like trade schools, things of that nature weren't even probably right. why there's a major shortage of those guys right now. Well, you know, but, that's one of the reasons right, I asked the question right. is, and in, in, in one of the stumbling <clears throat> points tends to be that people kind of expect a wage equivalent to somebody who maybe graduated college if they can find a job absolutely so and that's always an if there's no a guarantee <laughs> so you have these kids come out on welders and you know they're just by the hour depending on where mm -hmm. they are they're not in a major metropolitan area could be shocking at what they might get per hour but to me like what you represent is kind of the possible end goal is like that career path right. is not necessarily straight mm -hmm. you diverge off in many different areas and if you have a skill that is desired and you can actually work at it and do what you want with it, 
I mean, how can you put a price on that? It's it's uh it's nothing that guidance counselor in high school is going to be able to say like. I think you'll make a great independent <laughs> business owner with a killer website. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, that was not the advice that I got from my counselor. My counselor was like, well, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, my counselor just said, stop getting in fights, go back to class. Um, <laughs> not in the face, not in the face. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I need, that. I need that for finance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, career paths are funny though, right? No matter yeah. what you thought you were going to do, eh, odds are you're probably not going to end up that way unless right. you really, that's kind of your... Mm-hmm. People always talk about passion and things, and some people are, and I like it's just we just kind of ended up in this. Yeah, path. and, and like you, like you said, like if I went from high school and I was like, I'm gonna be a welder or yeah. I'm gonna go into the trades of some sort, I don't know if we would have ended up where we're at. Right. You know. Right. It, it, branching off this direction, if I was mm-hmm. making good money, we always joke it would be nice to get a paycheck. You yeah, know, yeah, just yeah, a yeah. constant paycheck. Like that'd be great to have. It's great for budgets. It's great for all that. Yeah. You get great paychecks every once in a while. Sometimes you go a couple months without them now. Right. But if I was on that path where, you, like you said, you can make some great money in the trades now with skilled work. And if I was on that path, I don't know if I'd diverge off into an independent business. Right. I don't know. That would be a big risk. Yeah. Where at my point, it was I was freelance. And, you know, that's kind of how I fell into it. Right. And we'd love to bring people on. But, you know, like you said, it's a yeah. good wage. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. want somebody that, right. that want, that's going to be yeah. worth it. You know? And back so. to our earlier comment, we're control freaks. Like, yeah. you yeah. are sanding that wrong. If we're standing right. there, why am I paying you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, on that theme of education, so obviously you guys have different backgrounds. You found where you are today. So how do you look at maybe continuing education within the fabricating or welding area? Or, you know, how do you stay on top of technology is maybe the similar. You know, that, that's a great question. And it probably should be a different path than what we do. Um, but Can't wait for this answer. <laughs> no, because we got, like, I know you guys said you were down to FabTech. We've gone to FabTech numerous times. And we're those weird people who are looking around like, we could make one of those. We could do this. We always try to find well because everything at Fabtech is typically large. Yeah. So yes. for us, yes, it's awesome stuff, but not like we don't mass produce. So to put the investment in, you're not getting that money out. Right. So right. it's always like, how do we do that, but at a smaller scale? Mm-hmm. You know, and Got like it. we've done the CNCs and all that, but mm-hmm. when you really dive in deep, it's like, all right, how can we get a bender? How can we do a tube cutter, but not have the massive the CNC tube cutters, but do it easier? And that's when, like you said, we even look at outsourcing, but then you fall into that gray area, which is where we find ourselves falling a lot in the fabrication, where it's not mass produced. Everything's kind of one off. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at higher prices, materials, the whole nine. But if you have specialized equipment, you can cut down on that. You know, when we first started, I mean, what, what do we use the budget? About two months to do a build? Right, unlike a long time, yeah. and now we're like, we better get that done in this week. Yeah, or, now yeah. now we got really? two weeks. You know, it's a two wow. week thing where, well, before finish. But if we can get frame out everything mm-hmm. ready, top done, and we can get it done in two weeks, that's ideal. That's usually yeah. a little bit less. Conference tables take a little bit, but the longest time is usually with our clients is in the modeling. You know, because they'll the send us, yeah, they'll send us the quick design, and then we dive in deep. <laughs> you know, we, we make sure they get what they pay for at the end of the day. We pr- pride ourselves on the service end of it. And I think that's where we bridge that gap, you know, where people mm-hmm. say, well, why would I pay that? And why would I go one off? We try to bridge that gap for those people. Because yeah. we do get that that call as well. Can, right. can you send right. me your catalog? Like, <laughs> that's there's, a classic uh, one. there's no catalog. And I wish I had one. <laughs> in in yeah. fact, I just talked to a prospective client 
couple days ago and they're like, you know, we thought since everything was labeled like on your website, like those were the models. And it was like, honestly, we started labeling things. So when people called and go, you know, that black that and green one. desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to numbers for a little bit and I'm like, I can't keep up with this. <laughs> yeah, we, we put five more on Chinese this. restaurant, we'll yeah. take the number 55. Yeah. what it felt like. <laughs> 46. They were like, how much table. for the number one yeah. with the side of right? Yeah, yeah. Side of wood. Yeah, we tried to actually like for a very short period of time, we would have things organized by like a number sequence, like wood, metal, what size metal. And we both looked at each other we're like, we're never going to remember this. It's never. Like, it's, it's a good it's the idea. It's Dewey Decimal System. Well, yeah, the thing. It, it makes it was, sense it when terrible. you have a lot of people. It's great to have systems. Don't yeah. downplay it. Yeah. <laughs> great to have systems awesome. in place. Um, but when it comes to us and we're looking at each other like, what was that one? You know, or what was this one? It's just easier than like number this to this. Right. Even it, finding things funny. in the shop. He's like, yeah. where did you put that? I'm like, left bin, upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Turn right. No clue. I wouldn't How do you know that? I'm like, I don't know because I put it away there. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. Now, so, if I had 10 employees to do that with, that's not going to work. Nah, yeah. Nah. You'd mentioned earlier before I, I brought us back, but talking about designing your own CNC <laughs> like tool, what, yeah. you, you, you kind of yeah. uh, flesh that out for Well, me. when we first started, all of a sudden we were like, all right, we can't cut all this by hand. Like, we're, we're going to have to make jigs. We'll have stuff everywhere it'll be a disaster and with his background we're like all right we can get into cnc because it's all the files ready to go we just need to load it into the g-code it's all vector based you know yeah. at the end and of the let day, it so. roll so we found a guy on ebay <laughs> famous last words wait a minute yeah, <laughs> then, then okay. we drove to indiana <laughs> second worst words um we go and pick up this supposedly ready to roll kit right so we're like oh boy what do we do and when we get there, salesman, super nice guy, like any problems, you know, because we're green as green gets at this point. And uh, I think we called him twice before he started calling us idiots. And haven't you ever worked with a CNC yeah. machine before? <laughs> no. Clearly, no. Clearly, yeah. like, That's why we're calling you, yeah. my man. So we, once again, we just dove in the deep end and like, well, we have a whole bunch of stuff sitting here. So it, And then from that, we learned to build that. Then we got into the wood router and CNC and we're like, mm -hmm. well, we know how everything works. I will say that was a big leap. And people that underestimate that leap the from plasma. So you're talking about one axis, CNC plasma to yeah. milling, what, however many axes you move to in milling. I was like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, it's the same thing. Speeds, feeds, bits, size, the material, the holdings, oh, yeah. all of it. I sat there and I was just like, "This, I'm, when you see, I'm out of it. I'm done." But, <laughs> but then it came to making the pieces work because we had the CNC, but it was pieces, and we were like, "What does any of this stuff do?" You know, yeah. we were so, looking at each other. <laughs> I learned all the electronic side, yeah, and Rob learned all the design and actual functionality of it, and then I was like, "All right, how do we build this thing?" And then one of our best investments that I still don't know how we got sold on it, honestly, was our welding fixture table. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was good, yeah. Yeah, we, we fell into that. Was a, yeah, it was quantum. Yeah. yeah, and those guys have been absolutely great. We've worked with them for quite a while now. And, in fact, they moved locations. We used to have to get everything from California. Now it comes from North Carolina. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that thing, having a surface that you know is flat, level, true, and when you put the fixtures on, this is at 90 degrees, this is at 45 degrees, that kind of knowledge is basically priceless because right. 
we used to do things all the time. You got the oh, you got yeah, the angle, you got the angle finder on there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was I'll another hold trial it. I'm at by 40. fire. Tack it there. Yeah, you know, we tr we thought we could build our own fab table. I think any metal worker that yeah. goes through it is like, this is flat. Nothing nothing you buy is flat typically. Right. <laughs> nothing will stay flat. And then we were like, okay, we'll make a fixture table. You know, you get the CNC program, you cut right. it out. No, that that thing was. I, I was better off welding on the ground at that point. You know, that's where things were a little tippy. Exactly. Luckily, it, the, luckily there's flats. Well, there. exactly. There's some parts yeah. that are flat. You'll find yeah. them. But yeah, like, that's how we. You know, and then we're like, there's got to be a better way. And for what we do, like I said, the one-off stuff, it's tough. You don't want to invest in fixtures. You don't want to mm -hmm. have all the holdings because we're doing it one time. You know, I have to mm -hmm. hold this piece here one time. I'm done. I think at the most we've ever made of one piece is like half a dozen. Yeah, at a, probably six or something. In that's even better when you have fixturing too, you know, but the ability to mm -hmm. change it, that was that was pretty game changing for us was yeah. getting them. Did you know you needed something like that? How did you come across the yeah. table? Did we know? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> did we know the first time we welded something and I put a fat bead of hot seam on one side and that thing just went of like the that. table? Oh yeah, well <laughs> no, we were welding the, no we were the, welding four or six by six? Six thing? by six and okay. this is like we're once again, we're we've Kind of fallen in and just yeah. made it better along the way and made it work because in the beginning i think i was welding eighth inch to half inch at that point and trying to make it work I, and you I, just I, see that eighth inch tube just it was and i'm like i don't think that's gonna work it was things yeah. that if we went to school an instructor would have been like you two yes yeah you are dumb if yeah. only you guys had the early video of this right that would be i'm sure they're buried somewhere but i don't know if they're they're they're, <laughs> they're probably on one of those nas drives that has been like oh, yeah. slowly yeah. pushed to the back like um, yeah, we, no, we got the last remaining Betamax tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that old. You know, we're, we're definitely not the guys that are afraid to admit, though. Like, yeah, we learned this trial by fire. Like, stuff that you're getting from us is mm -hmm. going to be good because we're control freaks and we don't like stuff that looks terrible going out. Like, that's right. not the name we want. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the there's two of us, like the QC is crazy, you know, like when there's two of you and you're the ones doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're the one that's going to answer the phone call when that person's upset. You're making sure that that right. thing's good. Right. How do you, at too. this point, how do you maintain final QC check against maybe the original specs or what was agreed upon? You, what well, are the key the, elements of that? That's where fusion is far and above my favorite thing. Yeah. You know, I start there and I end there. Mm -hmm. We send them fully detailed 3D renderings, size. Everything is on point in there. Everything is built to size. So <laughs> I use that as my blueprint, too, for all my cut files, all my milling. Everything comes out of Fusion 360. So we're sending them that file. We have uh, um, we have measured designs, everything that's in there to tell them this is what you're getting. Right. So at the end of the day, he always laughs because we look at each other and we go, hey, it looks like the picture. You know, that's that's like, the best. That's the best. No, no that's the best compliment your we get. Would look at it the same right. way. Though, right? That's right. the best compliment we get. I'm telling 100%. you, I can't tell you how many businesses that we've gone to put in like a conference table. The first look is you two are installing it. Yes, we designed it so we can bring it in. Second, is that when you take off the red noses? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. a bunch of clowns rolling in, <laughs> coming out of the tight car too. <laughs> what? <laughs> Was it Missouri that we drove that whole load down to? I always oh, get this yeah. wrong. It was No, it was Mississippi. Yeah, it was Mississippi. Because I kept saying Missouri, and he goes, yeah. there's no way it's taking us 12 hours to get to Missouri. <laughs> it, was a, it was an argument back and forth. But While we, get, we were driving, too. Yeah. <laughs> we get down there, and the designer who had purchased the, the pieces for the place goes, it's only you two? <laughs> we're like, is that, that bad? Yeah. <laughs> it, like, to us, we were like, oh, boy, this is going to go terrible. It, it went great in the end, but it was... Uh. 
But the best compliment is still when it's set up, wow, that really looks like the picture. Yeah. Well, that was the goal. Yeah, it, and honestly, I'm like, wait, I could have gotten away with less. Like, <laughs> yeah. What could I? What could I deliver? I don't know. It's balsa wood. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you didn't specify. Yeah, there, there is always that in the back of your head, right? Like, so what were you willing to accept? Yeah, no.